0: Welcome to WP Tonic, Episode 88, Timelines WP, Episode 248. Today is our Saturday show where we interview leaders, entrepreneurs, and WordPress experts followed by live workshops starting at 8.30 a.m. Pacific on Blab and Google Hangout, and lasting until Jonathan's brain blows up. Today on this shared episode of WP Tonic and Timelines, we have Rebecca Gills from Commerce Township, Michigan. She is the founder and president of Web Savvy Marketing, a website and SEO agency. Now this is an unusual episode, so go on over to WPtonic.com and TimelinesNetcast.com and you'll find a slew of bonus content and material. But for now, let's get right into this episode with Rebecca Gills.
1: Oh, hi, Rebecca. We've got Rebecca Gills from Web Savvy Marketing joining us again. Thanks for agreeing to come on the show, Rebecca.
2: My pleasure. It's great to be here.
1: So let's really go into it. So let's go into the evil, the dark side. Some people feel SEO, but it's so important if you want to get results. And Rebecca's done a, a fantastic online course that must have taken a, quite a while to do. How long did it actually take you to produce your fantastic course, Rebecca?
2: It took me um, two months to create it, although I had a lot of the content that I had already written. So I was basically repurposing in the course and then I was filling in all the gaps but it was two months of any free time I had during the day with work and then nights and weekends to get it knocked out because it is eight hours of education between written tutorials and videos and quizzes
1: and things. Yeah, I've been delving into it, not as much as I, because I I actually purchased Rebecca's course and it's fantastic. Um, I would highly recommend it. Um, I think its great strength is it gives a real roadmap and it pointed out to me some of the things that I hadn't really concentrated on, mm-hmm. so um, I'll give you full marks, Rebecca. It's a fantastic course. Thank so you. What- it's good to hear. So, what are your plans for you? Is it going to grow? Are you going to add new bits, new videos? What are your plans for the course this year?
2: So the course, um, so the course is at this point. I think it's eighty-five lesson topics that are broken up between about seven groups. Um, so the the core course is done. Although, because SEO is changing all the time, it will need to be updated. You know, this year and next year. But I am going in um, this month and adding on uh, industry. So it, like industry add-ons for it. So for example, you know, one thing in the course is you have homework, right? It's not just you're going to read the course or watch some videos and call it good. You actually have to go do homework in it so that you can apply what you're learning to your website or blog. So, but certain industries, I can do the homework for them. And I'm going to a- offer that as an add-on to the course so I can kind of get them started with their keyword seed list, um, you know, solid site maps and things like that to kind of get push them in the right direction and save them some time for And it particularly geared towards small business owners in certain niche markets.
1: Oh, that sounds really fantastic, Rebecca. You know, um, so many people forget, Rebecca, that you can have a lovely looking website and a fantastic product. But if nobody knows about it, um, it's not really going to work out, is it, Rebecca?
2: Ex- exactly. It's, it's Websites are not build it and they will come. I mean, you have to market it one way or another, whether you're paying pay-per-click or SEO you know, or social media or email marketing. There's got to be some means to get people into that website to, to make it drive revenue or, um, you know, whatever type of conversion versions that you're looking for.
1: So let's, let's delve in, Rebecca. Let's go in deep here. So um, we're about WordPress. We're WordPress junkies. You've made a, a good living from WordPress, so I'm doing okay. So you've got a WordPress website. Let's say, uh, where should we go with this? What, shall we go local or should we go regional? What? Where do should we start off with, Rebecca?
2: You know, it really depends on where your target market is. Um, you have different SEO tactics between local national and international um and that's that's some of the things that we do address in the course um there's sections for local seo versus international the course on a whole is designed for national
1: right, right? So let's, so, let's go yeah. national and then it, we might yeah. talk and then we might talk a little bit about local how does that sound rebecca that's perfect so um got a wordpress product service idea and we want to market it and we need we're in wordpress so we've got to have a really lovely wordpress website so you know let's take it for granted it looks great or we got somebody to build it for us so it looks great um what should have we done from day one when it came to seo rebecca
2: so if for SEO to work the best, I mean, it doesn't always have to follow this plan, but for it to work the best, you start SEO before you actually go into design, right? And you start looking at um, your target market, their pain points, their challenges, and you start developing a seed list of potential focus keywords. You know, you do competitive research and then you utilize that that seed list to find search volumes, competition, and you start then narrowing down your seed list of keywords to phrases you actually want to focus in and then those phrases need to be weaved into your sitemap and you really need to have a good sitemap before you can do really effective web design uh, and a lot of people skip that and they do it after the fact which can work it's just more challenging it's more cumbersome for them and they'll end up reworking things so um, we encourage people to do it at the beginning and uh, you know whether I'm doing a webinar or it's the course I always try to reinforce that idea uh, you know that's the easiest way to do it you know and if you can't you can you already have your web site then you're going to backtrack and you're just going to fix the things that you want to fix but you know the big thing is is don't forget about the strategy because the strategy is and the planning it's critical for SEO to work
1: yeah so can we um can you talk a little bit more about that because that's the hardest thing on reflection I didn't do it I am doing it to some extent or now in the next couple of weeks I've sorted out quite a few other things on your, that is covered by your course. But can you go into a bit detail about how you do what you've just outlined?
2: Yeah, so um, like one of the sections in the course at the very beginning is is free tools, right? What kind of tools can you use in the internet to do some competitive research, find out what your competition is doing, whether it be looking at the source code or running some reports and, you know, using some third-party tools. That's the first step, right? It's because it's it's one thing to look at yourself, but it's another thing to look at your competition and see really what they're doing, what can either, and it can do one of two things. It's either going to make you a little bit depressed because you're going to say, wow, you know, they're doing so much better job than I am. I got to do better. Or you're going to look at them and go, holy crap, their SEO sucks. I can do this, right? And, you know, I can beat them. And, and you know, the funny thing about WordPress is a lot of WordPress websites and WordPress developers don't use any SEO. So if you're in WordPress and you're competing against them, you're going to have the second case where you're like, they don't have any SEO going on. I can do this. I can really, you know, capture some organic traffic just by, you know, implementing good SEO strategies. So that's the first step, you know, is that there's a lot of research and some of it is mind numbing. There is no question about it, um, especially if you're going to be digging into your own analytics and your in your own data within Google Search Console to see you know where you're currently ranking and what could you improve on and what you know what's a good fit for you and you know that type of thing. It is a mind numbing task. However, it's so beneficial because it's going to set the foundation for everything that you do moving forward. And that's that it, and that's that strategy and that that data digging um, that a lot of people miss and that sets you apart from your competition right. when you implement it.
1: I think that's great. I think we could ask you one quick question before we go to our break, Rebecca, because um, it is a big subject. Let's let's, let's focus on um Google's Console, it used to be mm-hmm. web called webmaster tools didn't yep. it and then in the great google tradition they renamed it uh, um, <laughs> well, none of us understand why uh, because console doesn't really tell you anything really does no. it um so what are the key things that, let's concentrate because we only got a limited period of time here can we go in a couple of things just do one before the break and then we come back but let's start with the console what are some of the key things you got to know about the console that will help you with your seo
2: The search analytics – I think it's the search – search analysis or search analytics is um, – when you come into Search Console, you're going to see three boxes – it's the middle one. And if you go in there and start checking the options, you have so much data there that people never even utilize. It's what happens on your website inside Google and not on your actual website. So you can see where you're showing up in search, and it never even shows up in search anal- Or excuse me, Google oh. Analytics. It's well, so the, powerful.
1: Well, that sounds really great, Rebecca. So we're going to talk a bit more about that after we come back from the break, folks.
0: Want to turn your WordPress website into an online speed machine?
1: Well, we're back folks. So um we're gonna delve into this console, this Google console. So it's the middle it's the middle of the three um that we gotta look at. So what are some of the things in that middle part that we gotta really understand and monitor, Rebecca?
2: So that section of um, Google's tool will show you your top keywords, and it can give you up to I think it is 999 keywords, and it's where you're showing in Google Search. It can also show you top pages, so it's another way to look at the data. And you can attribute pages to those top keywords. You'll see your 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 ranking, so you know where actually you rank in Google, and it'll give you an average. You'll see incoming traffic to the website. You'll see impressions. So how many times do you show up in a search that someone may or may not click on you? You, and then it gives you a click-through rate. So that will show you what is working on the website from a search standpoint with with organic SEO. But it also shows you all of those opportunities where you can make improvements, whether you're adding new content or it's low-hanging fruit where you're maybe on page two of Google and you just need to enhance that content and push yourself up to page one. So you can actually get a lot of click-throughs. It's great, a tool for finding good ideas for blog posts, right, because there's a lot of phrases that Google already likes your website for, but you're not ranking well enough on to get traffic from. And those ideas make great blog posts. So, I mean, there's so many good benefits from it. Um, and it's one of the starting places that I always use both with my own website as well as client websites uh, for research for SEO purposes.
1: That sounds great. So of those things you pointed out, what when you're de- helping a client, I am correct in saying that you do help some clients with this on a we do yep yeah so when you're looking at that what what do you normally see when you're dealing with a client you know what are the things you focus on first uh, you know always or, or does it go by client by client or are there normally some things that you you straight away know that from previous experience that you should be looking at straight away
2: well, we do, so we do SEO engagements with clients that usually take about four to six weeks and the process follows the exact same process that we have in the course, right? So we're going to start with pulling their existing data from the Google search console analytics, their website. We do an analysis of their website and then, you know, we're doing that competitive knowledge or competitive research with, with the competition and, and that, and doing additional, um, Generation of seedless, but so it's the same process. You know, we start with that data within search analytics because it provides such a great foundation of what Google views their website at currently, as well as what long term goals we can have and then what short term low hanging fruit we can make quick improvements on. And we, you know, we utilize that data within the the keyword um, selection process as well as the site mapping. And that's what we recommend people to do in the course. It's you know it's the exact same flow I'm taking you through. and I specifically in the first lesson, please do not skip ahead. I know you're going to want to skip like the first two lessons, which is all this research and this mapping, but don't do it because you'll get confused later on and you'll get frustrated because you really need that foundation of those first two lessons.
1: So well, I think you to recap what you think is you really got to understand the fundamentals of Google Console. You got to yes. understand the fundamentals which you get through your course, the fundamentals of um, keyword research. uh, if you And if you combined that knowledge that you got to get, you're you're going to be starting on a a much stronger platform than the majority of people. Would that be a good summary?
2: Absolutely. And the reason is, is because you're making decisions based on data right? The data doesn't lie. The data can be a little bit off sometimes in Google, and you just got to take that with a grain of salt. But the data provides you the ability to make solid decisions. And it's not just what you want or what you think—it's proven information that you can utilize to make really good strategic decisions. And a lot of people with SEO, they do tactical things, like they want quick return arounds and they just want to do a quick thing here, load a example, load a WordPress plugin and think that's going to take care of everything. But they forget all that strategy and that you know, and using good data to make good decisions. And that's what you know, something that Google Search Console allows you to do or provides a, a mechanism for you to have information to you know move forward with that strategy.
1: To be honest, though, Rebecca, you know, when it comes to, you know, you've got your key landing pages and you've got your, I call them a silo page, and then you're Mm going to build other pages around it. I've been knocking around SEO and WordPress for a few years. Um, I realised that I kind of drifted away by reading your course, and that's what I've been working on for the past couple two to three weeks. Plus, doing everything else, it's been a bit of a slog. So, let, you did mention about installing a plugin, and and I, I don't want to just pick on anybody, but is the leader, um, Yoast yoast seo so um you install it and you want to get green all the time what what can go wrong by pursuing the green well
2: here's a a great example so yoast has a feature for the the focus keyword people will throw anything in that whether it's super long that has no short search volume whatsoever or something that's so broad like risk right i saw that recently with a client site they put risk as the focus keyword you don't know if that's Financial risk, security risk, physical risk, health risk. I mean, there's no – it's not focused enough for – the search engines to say that that content is about something, right? It, it's just way too broad, and I think that's the that's the fear of using that green light because it can give you a very false sense of security where you think that you're doing awesome and you're not. You know, you don't even have clear enough focus so that the search engines know what that post is about or that that page. So I think that the I think Yoast and All in One SEO are very good SEO, or SEO plugins to use, but you have to do your own your own education, your own research and apply that to the plugin and just not rely on the plugin. because The yeah. plugin can't do everything for you.
1: So thanks for that, Rebecca. So Bill, why don't you um, take over and ask some of the um, Rebecca's life principles for her successful life in the bunker, Bill?
0: Thank you, Jonathan, and thank you, Rebecca. You know, in timelines, I've got good feedback from folks who have listened to WP Tonic. We started to put those up on WP Tonic and on timelines, and people really like the episodes. People who haven't listened to this detail of WordPress, who maybe are not WordPress experts, but they still want to find out about you and your background in their business and how you got into that business. So. how did you get into your business and how did you start your current company, which is Web Savvy Marketing?
2: Yes, I started Web Savvy seven years ago and I fell into it. I had no desire to be an entrepreneur and run an agency. I just needed to exit my job and it was in the middle of the recession. I had been at my company for a really long time and it was time to exit and there just were not jobs available. So, you know, my husband, and I made the decision to leave and I was going to do SEO consulting, but then I realized that nobody could touch their own websites because it was all HTML based. So I started teaching myself WordPress. And then I combined that SEO and WordPress and that kind of just grew the agency over the last seven years. And we've had, you know, different service offerings and, you know, just try to be diverse.
0: Very good. That's, that's a really good explanation. And that seven years, we find that after two or three years is if you survive that first two or three years, usually you figure it out by then. Was, was (laughs) Was there a point where you became successful or you felt confident that you're going to succeed?
2: You know, it's funny because when I started it, it I just didn't want to lose my house, right? I just wanted to be able <laughs> to a pay, time. keep paying the mortgage payment. Um, and then all of a sudden, it had w- grown so far that I started to have to hire people. And I kind of looked around and went, wow, this was so not what I expected, right? And then, you know, you show up at a WordCamp and you go to speak, and after you get done, you have all these people waiting to talk to you because they know you from the internet and they're really excited to meet you in person. And then that's kind of really the wow. <laughs> I've come a long way in the last few years. And I, and I think that's, you know, the, those milestones that you don't see coming until they're there and they hit you in the face. And you're like, wow, it, we, we've come a long way.
0: That's a good story. And I'll tell you what, WordCamp, you mentioned something called WordCamp. For the Timeliners, even if you don't know WordPress that well, if there's a WordCamp close to you, make sure you go to it. You'll really enjoy it. Great people. Absolutely. And it gets your mind thinking, but it's the quality of people and it's the social environment, like on Saturday or afterward. That's so much fun.
2: It is. I always feel very enriched after going and just I'm so thankful for all the relationships I've built while, while being at the WordCamp, whether you're an attendee or a speaker, or, you know, a new time. It's it's amazing experience.
0: But it, warning, it is hard to get a ticket often.
2: Yes, you got to you got to buy early.
0: Usually about 40 bucks max. And so it's a wonderful event. Well, I mean, it's all sponsors pay for the most of the cost of it. So with that said, let's go on to your life and success principles. Now, I've narrowed them down a little bit further than you had them. So I'm, you're going to expand on the three. So the first one is do the right thing. What's that mean to you?
2: Do not what's just good for you. Do what's good for those around you. You know, if, if you're going to be designing websites or doing SEO consulting, make sure that whatever you're producing and whatever you or your agency is doing is good for your customer and it's good for the industry. Because if it's not, everything starts to fall apart.
0: I want to expand on that in the free market system. We have a political show and we talk about politics and marketing often. But what you said is really true. But if you also doing the right thing is actually making a profit so you can stay in business and help people yes. even more. So I always want to add that to it. So don't feel n- guilty about charging people because you have to yeah. charge a certain amount to survive and grow and get your business
2: Doing the back. right thing isn't giving things away for free. It's producing a good quality product that provides benefit yeah. to your, to your
0: maybe, customer. Maybe we'll have Zeth Godin on some one of these days and ask him, what's doing the right thing? Because you, you always talked about you know the give economy. So anyway, that's a side note. So number two is focus on what you are good at.
2: Yes. Yeah. So when I first started out, I was hacking themes. Right. And I quickly realized that was not my, you know, that was not my level of expertise and that's not what I was good at. I was good at SEO and, you know, creating a good user experience and, um, you know, working with clients. So the quicker I was at hiring out what I wasn't good at, the better the company became. Right. And the more successful we were in the, high, and the more, um, the the better experience we had for our ultimate customer. And I think that that's where a lot of people struggle. They hesitate on that. You can't be good at all things. You need to focus on what your your superpowers are.
0: For a timeline listener, they probably don't understand what hacking at themes is. So can you explain that?
2: So hacking a theme means it's, you know, taking a website template and going in and modifying the code to do what you want. And when I say hacking, it means I did not know what I was doing. And I was reading things on the internet and trying to apply that when I shouldn't have been in there at all. I needed to hire a Professional programmer to do those tasks that I wanted, and I and I will tell you that once I started doing that, everything just you know went up went up because that was the right thing to do for both me and my client. You know they deserve quality code.
0: You'll understand this. I've been in WordPress a little over two years, HTML before that, and I'm at the hack stage right now. So I, but yeah, I think you need to learn to hack and screw stuff up initially, so you understand what you need.
2: Absolutely. I think yeah, it was a great learning experience for me.
0: Very good. And finally, um, decisions based on data, which is yes. Important.
2: Yeah, you know whether it's it's SEO or like it's the theme store that we have. You know, it's the more decisions you can base on data and not just on emotion, the more successful you are. Classic example, my husband had yesterday off because of Easter. He spent the entire day going through my business, the company's data, so he could provide me reports so I could make decisions on what we were doing in 2016. Right. That's invaluable to me as a business owner, uh, and, 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 the more, and again, because it helps me make good decisions, and the more I do that, the more successful the company becomes.
0: When you look at data, what type of data are you looking at specifically?
2: Um, I look at revenue streams, I look at costs, support costs, the cost to build, the the, um, return on investment, payback, search volumes in Google, um, you know, feedback from clients, there's a whole slew of competition, uh, a whole slew of things that I look at, but it helps us make better decisions and it keeps us profitable
0: what you mentioned was the finance. Everyone should look at finances time of year. We have our taxes and see where you can save because by saving, you actually make money. Very good. So with that, that's the, the life and success principles. That's the timeline element. And what the feedback we're getting from timeline folks is they really enjoy the WP tonic and it opens up their ideas and thoughts to other things and to learn more about WordPress. So it's done very, been very successful. I wish we'd put this on a lot earlier on WP Tonic. I mean on timelines. So thanks, Jonathan with that. Let's go to a break and we'll finish up with how the listener can help you, how the listener can find you. And then one last question from both of us. Buying or selling a home in the greater Reno Tahoe area. I know the best CRS real estate broker and that's Karen Conrad. And you can find her at karenconrad.com or call directly at 775-527-7021. Okay. Coming off a break, Jonathan and Rebecca, we, the listener wants to know, how can they find you?
2: So um, I'm on Twitter at Rebecca Gill is my handle. Um, our course has its own website. It's DIYSEOCourses.com. And then our website and all of our properties associated with the website, you can just Google Web Savvy Marketing and you'll see all of our social media and the core website.
0: I'm oh, Very, very good. And then finally, what can the listener do for you?
2: I would love feedback on your seo challenges whatever they would might be i would love that because then i can use that and add that into the course to provide even more value for people
0: so if they send you an email or fill out a form you'll get back with them on their yes question. absolutely very good jonathan one last question got a question
1: so rebecca um when it comes to wordpress website what is the one area that somebody could look at and sort out the quickest which will get them the biggest initial benefit when it comes to seo uh wow that was a big question wasn't it rebecca
2: you know what here's a great one here's a great one if you have google search console go in there find the site keywords which is an area within there it's just a short list that will show you the most frequent words that google sees on your website those should be keyword focused in most cases, and when I say most, it's like 80% of the time that I look, it is your company name, your personal name, your product name, your service name. And it has nothing to do with your visitor. Do that because that is a wake-up call because it really, it'll show you that you talk way too much about yourself and not enough about your visitor and how you can help them. And that's both usability and SEO because it, it applies to both.
0: Great. That's some really good advice. For my last question, since you're up in Michigan… Michigan, right? In the bunker. Yep. Where's a good place to eat in Michigan? What's your favorite food up there? What are they eat in Michigan? Fish out you, of the you lake? You know
2: what we have? Here's what we have. We have what is called Coney Island's. And don't don't go to the Coney Island in Vegas because they've got the D hotel and it doesn't have okay. a real Coney Island. But if you're in Michigan, you need to go to a Coney Island and get a real Coney dog and a real Greek salad and some cheesy fries because and it's in the Detroit area and the suburbs. I didn't know what they were until I came down after college, and I fell in love with them, and I I still love them today. So that is that's a Michigan experience that that you can't pass out.
0: Also for the listener, go ahead and stay on around twenty seven minutes on YouTube. It'll probably be unedited, and we'll pick up and talk a couple more issues and more detail and i've got some on seo2 i want to discuss
1: jonathan sounds good to me Bill.
0: thanks rebecca and it's interesting and we will work out these uh joint shows of both timelines and wp tonic but they do well they do well they help each other actually people go back and forth from both sides excellent well thanks rebecca my pleasure thank you rebecca Don't forget to sign up this week and get the basic course for netcasting free. Go over to podcastershome.com forward slash launch and sign up. You also should find it on the bottom of this episode. We'll have that link. And we'd like to see you join us on Saturday morning and give us your thoughts and ideas and your questions and your expertise. We appreciate that, too. You can find the links to the live show at Timeline's website. Just go to Timeline's website, go to schedule, and you'll see the links so you can find us live on Saturday morning. Okay, till then, take care and see you Saturday morning for sure. Make sure you're there.